He-Man. <laughs> okay. Oh, God, Lord. I do have a magical sword, though. I bet you do. I do. I play with it all the time. Uh, speaking of magic sword, <laughs> I'm going to tell you a story, John. I'm going to tell you a story tonight. So, okay. this lovely story involves this lovely man who likes to have huge, huge dildos put in his pissy hole. All of your stories include men that like dildos in their pussy hole. Yes. Yes, indeed. Okay. And needless to say, this specific big dildo was mm, 20 inches long. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. I think I do. (laughs) It was big and long and round and black and it was lovely. And it was on a strap-on. And one of my lovely friends was, you know, pumping this guy full of cock. (laughs) (laughs) Because what else would you do with an asshole but put shit in it? Of course. Okay. And as I'm going down and I think, oh, let's see his little dicky. And of course, I (laughs) just (laughs) (laughs) I see his little dicky. needs a little assistance. So... (laughs) Just teasing his little dicky. And next thing I know, he pushes and that dildo pops out. Hmm. And a lovely mix of vegetables just come falling out. (laughs) That's what happens when you push it out. Everything comes out. Like the new harvest was coming straight from his pussy hole. A can of mixed vegetables just got stuck in there with a funnel and they're just coming out. Yes. Vegetable enema. His new nickname is called Vegal. <laughs> Lick it up, veggie boy. Peas <laughs> and carrots. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. So, you know, no matter how much you do an enema, you need to not eat foods that are not going to digest and you need to hold off. And, you know, a lot of people can't, you know, not eat for eight hours. You know, I get that. But somebody who's medically able, you know, I say do a little fasting. Mm -hmm. You know, do a 12-hour fast. You know, if you can handle it and you're ready for a good pump on, um, (laughs) it's going to hit every fucking ridge, hole, you know, (laughs) shape, If you're sticking 20-inch anything up your asshole, it's... It's going to get cold. Something's coming out. Something is going to come out. Wow. Yeah. So, Mr. Vegal, we love you. (laughs) Love you in your hot little pink dress and your cute little pink collar. Love you, darling. All right. It was warm, too, wasn't it? Like It was warm goodness. She warmed up those vegetables for you. She sure did. Okay. Almost like tossing a salad, but it was a... That <laughs> gives a whole new meaning to it tossing does. salad. It does. And I'm never going to eat ass again. Thank you. <laughs> that made me want to throw up. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. 
<laughs> I'm still going to eat ass, but no. You know, our producer, she has told us, quit talking about shit and ass. No, and that's not just, happening. Those are just two things we really cannot avoid at this point. No. No. It's fun. So, we're kinky. Please, listeners, if you're offended by anything that Sean and I say... Let us know so we can say it some more. Yes, please, by all means. <laughs> oh, God. So, tonight, John and I have pondered. We've thought, you know, what have we not discussed? We've done... Quandary, and we've pondered, and, and we pined over it. <laughs> we're like, we what are we... we... We hardwood over the... <laughs> John rubbed his hard wood. Um, so <laughs> like a crystal ball. Just rubbed it until, you know, I got cloudy and things appeared. <laughs> so tonight we have stumbled oh, upon God. Time Magazine's article, How BDSM Can Help Save Your Relationship. What? BDSM can save your relationship? It can. Oh my God. You know, I always say it complicates things, especially when you don't have a solid relationship. But I think if you have a solid relationship and you want to explore more, I think that our past two guests, Dave and Davina, the young couple, yep. I think they they kind of really put a new like path down for people to say that, you know, they're young, they're willing to completely be open and honest of their marriage. Right. They've only been married a year or so. And um, the fact that they want to explore BDSM and they weren't even putting titles on it. They right. were just like, you know, I want you to put that in my ass tonight or, hey, I want you to choke me out. And they, they don't really think about the concepts all behind it. They just think, you know, I feel it. I'm going to go with it. They, they think it'd be fun. So they have fun. Exactly. And they do it together. Exactly. I think a lot of times when it complicates it, it's because we're keeping secrets from each other. Very true. Or we're trying to force our partner into something they, that, that they don't want. Now that's going to touch that topic very soon in the article as well. Yeah. I kind of cheated and, and read ahead a little bit. But you cunt. Oh my God. <laughs> I got tired of calling you a bitch. I, 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 was, I was trying to be show. nice. Oh. Cunt's dirty or cunt's like a I know. dirty vagina. That's why I used it. Oh, I was trying is to get it? a reaction and look at you getting all okay. upset. Okay. okay. Cocksucking whore. I got gotcha. you. You know what? I am a whore. All right. So, anyway, <laughs> Dr. <laughs> at least I didn't say moist. Oh, I know. I don't, I don't it's a, that does not bother me. I oh, it doesn't? Moist, I think of moist brownies and moist cake. Oh, so many people don't like the word moist. Know, and I'm either. like, you know what? I want a moist, juicy pussy more than anything. Do. Anything in this world. Right now, you get swamp pussies, you know, out in this. <laughs> On this heat, on this heat and humidity. <laughs> you say swamp pussy, and I'm just thinking backwoods. Swamp pussy. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Swamp pussy. The pussy you don't want. <laughs> so, Dr. Stephen Hunter Jones is a certified sex therapist. We love those guys. Oh yes, and she works with couples to introduce BDSM into their bedroom. She told Motto that she's seen the practice completely revive partnerships. It definitely makes a difference for damaged relationships, quote-unquote, said Dr. Jones. So, talk to us, John. Tell us what they say. Well, Dr. Jones spoke with Motto about her work, what impact BDSM can have on relationships, and how vanilla couples can start getting a little kinky. For couples already involved in it, there's no, it they're no different from any other couple. They have the same concerns. BDSM is an expression of one's uniqueness, of their sexuality, and I always find that our BDSM couples are very blessed 
because they found a partner that is a good fit for them. But I also help vanilla couples. In a bid to save their unions, I recently had a couple in recent... Huh. come in recently. I recently had a couple come in recently. Okay. Somebody needs to take English lessons because you're not yeah. supposed to use the same word twice in a sentence. No, not for that. Either. You got me confused. Okay. Doesn't take much. Sorry. We're the grammar police here. We've already established this on several episodes. John well, just wants to try to rectify this fumble. I, so go ahead, John. I like to fumble with my <laughs> erection, yes. You, like, you like to fumble with those things, don't you? <laughs> okay. I recently had a couple come in, and the wife was in tears. She said she wasn't attracted to her husband anymore, and that she thought their marriage was over. They had been married for about 10 years, so I met with them individually and found that their relationship was a total power struggle. He was totally dominating her in the relationship, so I gave them assignments, where she would dom him in the bedroom, and it totally saved their marriage, and they'd become lifestylers. I often prescribe BDSM for power struggles or control issues, or if one partner had a bad sexual experience in the past, I prescribe it as a way to give the partner back some feeling of control. Now, this is interesting because we were talking even before the episode. A lot of times, people see BDSM and people that are involved in BDSM as there's something wrong with them. They've got some mental condition where they need to go to a therapist to get it fixed. But this is a licensed therapist saying, no, there's nothing wrong with you. In fact, you need to try some BDSM because it's going to fix the problems that you're having. So It's legitimate. It's, it's becoming more and more mainstream, and not only mainstream, but they're seeing value in it for your mental health. Very much so. And that's what we've been trying to say forever, but it's nice to have an actual therapist on here doing the same thing. Amazing. So it says, so how can a couple that's never tried BDSM before organically introduce it into the relationship? There's lots of videos online. I would check those out and do some research. I also frequently refer my clients to doms and let the doms show them the safe way to play. You can have a session with a dom who will demonstrate the ropes and different types of exercises you can do in the bedroom. Here's one scenario. One person playing the dom, the person in power, can pretend to be the CEO of company and the submissive can be an employee. There's absolutely nothing to be afraid of when it comes to BDSM. People think equals pain. Hmm. But in reality, BDSM covers everything from playful role-playing to spanking to tying up your partner and teasing them with a feather. You can go as heavy as you want, as long as it's consensual. But you don't need to either, honestly. You can always just dip your toe in, and that will still add a level of erotic energy to sex play with your partner. Hmm. So that's always true, right? Yeah, that's great. We did an episode about spanking therapy and how it was therapeutic. Absolutely. And here's a therapist that says, I often send my clients to a professional dom. Yeah. So she considers BDSM as even therapeutic, even outside the, the relationship. She sends people out to learn how to do this and to do it safely. That's great. I like this lady. I know you do. We need to meet her. I need to play with her in the dungeon. <laughs> I you like you. She's kinky. I like you. Get up on the cross. <laughs> Dr. Stone. <laughs> how can couples stay safe and consensual while trying out BDSM? Mm. BDSM play is always consensual. Oh my God, say it again for the people in the back. What, what? What? BDSM play is always consensual. <laughs> I work with the couples to create a safe word, meaning whenever one of them says that word, what's going on must stop, no questions asked. 
There always are supposed to talk beforehand. The scene played out shouldn't be shouldn't be organic until they've done it enough so they know each other's limits. When they're just starting out, they must discuss the scene in advance and lay out what's going to happen. Hmm. Wow. Logical? Let's talk about what we're going to do before we do it. Go figure. What? <laughs> How should one partner broach the subject of trying out BDSM, John? Oh, uh-huh. we I, talk about this all the time. Like we do. couples don't know how to talk to each other, and they, they break don't. up, and they you know divorces happen because they just don't know how to how to do this. So I know. Let's learn them something today. How do you do it? I recommend going to a sex positive sex therapist and talking it out, talking it out there. Or if you feel comfortable enough, I just talk to your partner and recommend starting out small. Say, hey, I'm interested in getting in a little bit more playful in the bedroom. Maybe some role-playing or spanking. I'm a big advocate for getting help outside the bedroom. I think sex therapists are incredibly helpful. They can really help you get off to a good start. You know, and she would. She would think that sex therapists are extremely helpful and that you should see one because, guess what? She is one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I agree with her, though. She's absolutely. right. Okay. Have you ever seen any negative effects of introducing BDSM into your relationship? Okay. If a partner is using BDSM to hurt themselves or someone else, that's not your traditional BDSM relationship. Otherwise, I don't think there's any harm in introducing it whatsoever. Some of our more mature couples initially giggle when I give them BDSM exercises to do, but when they report back to me, they love the experience. They say they felt like they were in high school again. They felt it was something new and unique in the bedroom, and it's playful and fun. Don't be afraid to get outside your comfort zone. You and your partner can totally transform your relationship. We have some friends that we met a month, six weeks ago. Yeah. And they said the same thing. They came in, and they were in the dungeon. They got dominated together. Yeah. And they've been going crazy ever since. Crazy. They yeah. they love it. And she even mentioned, she said, it's like I'm in high school again. It's so exciting and so new and so exhilarating. They just can't wait to do more and more. And we encourage that. You know, John and I have always said to them, you know, go to the local dungeon. Go here. Go to different parties. Go wherever you want and try to find your people. You know, now they keep coming back to us because honestly, they're our people. <laughs> We're claiming them. But that's the whole point. You know, she told me, <laughs> she told me, she's like, yeah, we went down the creek the other day and uh, it was rainy and everything else. And we had taken our kayaks there, but we couldn't really, um, we really couldn't use our kayaks. So we thought, you know, we'll just walk down the trail. Sure enough, they walked down the trail. They found a private area and then they fucked in the woods. <laughs> and I was like, what? Which is something they wouldn't have done before. No. that's And it's just amazing. They've had this sexual awakening. And it's so much fun when they talk about it. Their, their eyes just light up. And it's just fun to watch them get excited about being together again. Because yeah. they've been married for a while. Yes. And, you know, they just now started talking about it. And it's like a brand new relationship. They can't get enough of each other anymore. So true. And they've even started looking for other couples to play with. And tomorrow is their anniversary. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. And yes. they're coming over here tomorrow. They're coming over here tomorrow. 
Oh. I got them a new fun gift just for their anniversary. Oh, we need to have a party for them. Like we have birthday parties down there. I know. We need to get them in there, get them both butt-ass naked in front of everybody. Yes, we do. Stick them up on the cross and do, yes, we do. kinky shit to them. Yes, we do. They have no idea and they won't even hear this podcast until after it happens. Correct. <laughs> I'm, I'm making cheesecake. Oh my god, we need to do in like an update episode. Yes. <laughs> like at the end of this, just edit it in like, so, <laughs> we had the party. <laughs> you want to know what I got him? Yeah. Ready? Yeah. It goes... Oh, I got one too. I found it at CVS. I went and bought one. See? It's great. It's great. It looks like a fucking jackhammer and it, it works wonderfully. It does in every sense of the word. Because I could never get you to give me the attachments to yours. So I went and got my own with my own attachments. Bitch, I have the attachments. Upstairs in your room where I couldn't get them. I put them down in the dungeon. I don't know. You don't know. Just keep talking, John. Jeez. Well, now we have multiple. <laughs> Like, the we orgasms you get when they die. shit out of that pussy now. Oh, my lord. <laughs> so, we're going to go back to this article and talk legit serious. So, you know how many people we've had in the dungeon over the years, and they're always like, you know, my wife or girlfriend won't do this, you know, and I try to broach this conversation with her, and she's not going to have it. You know, she's too, she's too straight-laced, or she won't do this. And, you know, again, it goes back to giving to your partner. <clears throat> And I don't think a woman's going to refuse something fun, you know, give her some, you know, lingerie, even if it is, you know, straight lace, so to speak, like her, um, you know, introduce her to a new toy, you know, I mean, you're a man. What would you have actually done? You know, I mean, you married freaks though. <laughs> you know, you know we, usually, we usually start out by getting a few toys, yeah. some small vibrators, you know, we're playing because... I've always been very oral, so we always have oral sex. and we... <laughs> So I get little toys that I can vibrate on their clit while I'm performing oral sex. Sure. And they like it. They're like, oh, I like that. And then we start getting some more toys and some big old cocks. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And, and we just work up. But, um, you know, it's interesting because all the scientific research says women think about sex a lot more than men do. Men talk about it a lot more because society has conditioned women not to talk about it. But they are a lot hornier and have a lot more fantasies than men do. So being afraid to talk to your wife about it really doesn't make a lot of sense other than that's what we've been conditioned to do. We can't talk to our wife because she's straight laced. But the truth is, if you talk to her, you might find out she's a lot kinkier than you are. Very true. And she just wants to have an outlet to make it okay. You know, if you love each other, you should be each other's safe space to be able to talk to each other about it. Absolutely. And maybe don't just jump in and say, I want a dick in my ass, but say, hey, you know, I just feel like I want that energy back that we had in the beginning. Is there anything that you would like to try? And start the conversation out by asking your partner what they would like instead of just trying to make everything about you. You know, and that opens the door. It really does. And, you know, that's the sad thing that so many men just don't see that. You know, they, they want to focus on themselves or they don't know how to approach a situation. You know, and John and I are giving solid tips. And like John said, I think that's really a good valid point is to say, hey, what would you like to try? Yeah. You know? What's your fantasy? Absolutely. I think because when you get married and you stay in this relationship, 
for so long, I mean, there's there's only so much, you know, you've tried at this point before you start wondering, hmm, what else have we not tried? Yeah. You know? And we just had a young couple on a few yes. episodes ago. Yes. We talked about them a little bit earlier. They're so much fun. And, you know, they talked about how it was, they still held back a little bit. Yeah. And once they were finally honest with each other about certain things, then they were free to be open about it. So if you're going to have the conversation and you're going to open up that conversation, you have to be willing to actually have the conversation. Because if you want her to open up or you want him to open up and you're starting this conversation and they start to open up, you have to be honest too. Because if they see you holding back, they're not going to tell you. They'll give you a little bit, but they're going to hold back. And as long as one of you is holding back, you're both holding back. So ease into it. Don't don't turn on the fire hose, but be willing. If you're asking them to give a secret, you have to give a secret too. Very true. And you have to trust that that person is either... They don't have to. They don't have to like it. That's not the point. Talking to each other and communication isn't trying to force someone to like something that you like. It's to talk about it and say, "Hey, I'm interested in this. We can try it." And what's the worst they can do? They can say no. That's it. But you know what? They might say yes. Exactly. It's a fifty-fifty. Right. You don't have to like everything they say. They don't have to like everything you say. It doesn't mean that you have to do everything. It just means, hey, let's talk about it. Yeah. This is something I've thought about. You don't have to tell them how much you've thought about it and how <laughs> it's it's consuming you, but you can mention it. Very true. So. Yeah, you know, so many of the um, the men I've come in contact with over the years, you know, they love to cross-dress, and, you know, it's so frowned upon by people in general. And my thing with this, we're not talking about going out in public and announcing it to, you know, thousands of people. We're talking about cross-dressing in the bedroom, you know? Right. Uh, you know, dropping the veil on your on your wife, so to speak. You know, telling her the truth. And so many guys are so fearful of that. And I'm like, you know, put on a pair of thongs or, you know, cute little pair of panties and say, hey, you know, I really like these. That's what you I was know? thinking. Is like, just, just say, hey, I like when you wear the... I like this certain panties that you wear. They look like they feel nice. They look silky. I wonder how it would feel if I wore them, if it would feel silky on me. Yeah. And just talk about it. And then maybe put them on. You don't come out there full-blown drag queen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. Work them True. up to it, you know. Yes. Maybe that's what you want is full-blown drag queen. But yeah. work up to it. Give them a chance to accept it. Give them a, Very true. You know, you might tell them and they might want full-blown drag queen right off too. You don't know. And, you know, if you're cross-dressing, you want to be submissive anyway. Right. You know? And, you know, I think what we discussed with that young couple was that, you know, there was times where she felt very submissive, mm -hmm. and then he felt very submissive, and they were just kind of like, they were flipping a coin yeah. at times. And I think that's great. Yeah. And they even said they wanted to come in and be dominated together because they both wanted to be submissive together. Yeah. They wanted to feel that's helpless. fucking Awesome. But they also like to be dominant. Yeah. So we've talked about this before, too. If if two submissive people get married and one of them wants the other one to be dominant, you can't force someone to be something that they're not. Absolutely not. So, you know, some of these conversations, after 30 years into your marriage, might be a little too late. Because True. you can't force somebody to be something they're not. True. But you can try things. You know, I've, 
I've talked to partners before and, you know, I'm the dominant and they're the submissive. And, you know, I tell them, hey, you can choke me a little bit. You can slap me a little bit. I like it. And they're like, no, I can't do that. I can't do that. It's like, no, you don't understand. I'm going to win. <laughs> but let's let's wrestle around a little bit. Let's fight. Not fight, but let's let's play. <laughs> let's play fight let's a little wrestle. bit. <laughs> wrestle around. Choke me a little bit. I'm going to win. But it's fun to have that little bit of a struggle sometimes. And to, I consider myself slightly primal. I want to show that I want to fight for the dominant sometimes. Speaking of primal and speaking of wrestling, we know a great friend. We're not going to say her name, but she she's, is she loves primal. Adamant. She's submissive. She wants it. She wants it. She wants somebody to wrestle with she her. She likes to be bit. If you're local in the local area and you're not a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I just sprung that one. Okay. You, well, you just eliminated everybody. <laughs> you have to be a nice man. You um, have to be nice, but you have to beat her ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she likes her ass beat for sure. sure. But she wants to wrestle. She wants to be hunted. She wants she to be does. overtaken. Absolutely. Yeah. She's going to fight you back, but she wants you to win. Yes, she does. Exactly. I mean, I can tell you how to do it. I've won several times. I know how to do it, but, you know, she wants you to figure that out yourself. So So here's to exploring fantasies, right, John? All the fantasies. All the fantasies. Introduce BDSM to your relationship. Absolutely. There's no looking back after that. There's it no doesn't have to be whatsoever. the hardcore stuff at the beginning. No, not at BDSM all. BDSM doesn't have to be about pain. We've talked about not this. Not at all. Get get some ice. Rub it on her nipples. Put it in your mouth when you eat her pussy and rub it on her clit a little bit. And then warm it back up with your tongue. Okay, so you want to give some woman, women advice? Would you like to do that? You always go for a submissive female when you're talking about this. Okay. <laughs> All right, women, <laughs> put some peppermint oil in your mouth when you suck his dick or a peppermint candy. Make it tingle. You're still making her submissive, John. Can you That's talk- not submissive. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so women, if you want to take control of your man, you want him to be the bitch, tie up his nuts, tie up his hands. Jesus. <laughs> I thought we were easing into this. We were doing simple things not to scare him away. Holy shit. Do it though. Tie up his nuts. <laughs> get a get a handkerchief and choke the shit out of him. He'll love it. He'll love it. Slap his balls a little bit. God, you're gonna scare everybody away. I'm trying to ease him in. <laughs> you're right. That's fun, but damn. <laughs> you know it's a really fun move. Get some Vicks vapor rub. Sitting on his face while you just insert a nice dildo into his little pussy hole. Jesus, calm down. <laughs> Okay, ladies. Make Sit on him, his face and suffocate him. Yes, make him eat your pussy and tell him how to do it. Tell him how you like it. Have him put some Vicks Vapor Rub right on your clit and then make him lick it. He won't like the taste, but you're going to love the feeling and that make you dominant and him submissive. How about that? That's a nice way to ease into it. Put some Vicks Vapor Rub on his dick and balls <laughs> and stroke his dick and blow on it. Put some, put some Icy Hot on that shit. <laughs> Oh, that John's being mean. Look at you. Put some icy hot on his dick and on his balls. Blow on it. Watch him fucking scream. And then take a peeled piece of ginger and shove it up his ass. (laughs) See if he ever comes back. God, if he comes back, he's yours. (laughs) 
<laughs> Jesus. Wow. Okay. He'll be screaming for days. That was fun. Yeah, that was fun. That was a great time. We don't know how to ease anybody into anything. We do not. There's no warm up with us. <laughs> don't say that. We do warm up. We do warm up. I swear. <laughs> for the pussies out there, we do warm up. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch babies. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Well, I think they've had enough of my ass today. Maybe. So, until next time, <laughs> make all your BDSM relationship fantasies become realities. <laughs>